like if you're watching like a football game, Super Bowls on Sunday, you know you're going to be drinking mm-hmm. a lot of beer. Uh huh. Sign me up. Do you have a go-to like a Bud Light or a you know or a Miller's or a PBR or anything like that that you'll have a bunch of, or are you going to stick to being, you know, Rich the beer guy, and annoying you're gonna, fancy pants guy? Yeah, you're going to be fancy throughout the course of a Super Bowl party. If I'm in charge of it, then I'm going to drink a lot of STS pills. Probably. <laughs> have you guys ever had STS pills? Oh, I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah, I'm drinking it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you jerk. Oh man, I'm jealous. <laughs> uh, no, I, Maddie. You know, there's no good answer for this. I love full flavored, low alcohol beers in that sort of setting mm-hmm. most of the time. Most of the time, if I'm watching a football game, it's the Bears. So by the fourth quarter, I want something really strong to drown my <laughs> sorrows. And I don't, I just, you know, honestly, I just don't drink a lot of, you know, PBR, mm-hmm. Budweiser, Bud Light, all that stuff. It's no, just, no it just old, doesn't have no enough flavor style. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. doesn't have enough flavor. Yeah. I'll drink an old style, you know, at Wrigley Field. But yeah. beyond that, I don't know. Just doesn't, doesn't. Don't do it for me. Sorry to be boring. Yeah, we, we luck out again. We always say like we're in LA so we can get a bunch of good beers very, very easily. It's very easy here to get Pilsner or Quell. And I've mm-hmm. started getting a six pack of Pilsner oh, or Quell just, as like my go-to for that sort of experience. Like I won't drink as much as I probably would have if I had a bunch of, but you know, a 25 pack of that, but I'll have three mm-hmm. Pilsner or Quells over the course of a game. And it's, it scratches the itch. It's, it's great. It's a great <laughs> beer. Yeah, Addy, kind of, it, it does scratch it, the nostalgic ish, but it also is, is a little more flavorful. This is music to my ears, man. The, the full flavored and low alcohol. That's exactly yeah. what I what I want. Yeah. You know, during during a long drinking session. Let's give them props for switching to brown glass mm. for that beer as it is imported into the United States. I was talking to a guy that knows a lot about that beer, and he was saying that it's actually the American, the company with the American rights to importing that beer that made the switch to brown glass, which is awesome. You can still find that beer in green glass in like in the UK, for instance, which kills me because green glass does not protect that beer. It doesn't protect really any beer from going skunky. And so, you know, that beer is frequently ruined and it used to be ruined a lot in the US, but about six or so years ago, they switched to brown glass and it just protects the beer so much more from light. They've also increased the surface area on the bottle that is covered by labeling. You know, the neck label is a little bit bigger than it used to be. The uh, the side label is bigger and the um, the six pack carrier is even higher up, you know, more cardboard than it used to be to protect that beer from light. It's a way better drinking experience now than it was 10 years ago in, in the US. So I'm pumped about that. Not to mention cans. It's also available in cans. So they're totally protected from light. All right. What's up? Hey, everybody. This is Legal Bread. Uh, today we're talking about Super Bowl commercials. <laughs> Obviously, the Rams won on Sunday. Which is great for yeah. the city of Los yeah, Angeles. Absolutely. The city of Los Angeles came alive. We're just going to talk about this year's Super Bowls commercials, what we think and stuff, and Rich, you know, your expert perspective, knowing what you know about beer and what they're trying to sell. Boring. Us. Who wants to talk about beer? With <laughs> talk about Clydesdales. But a little recent history. I'm sure most people remember the the corn controversy, the corn syrup controversy <laughs> of, of 2019. Just because I thought it was super interesting, even when I saw it, I was like, wait, what? Basically, in in 2019, Super Bowl 53. Bud Light did their ads where, you know, those dilly dilly guys were doing the medieval stuff. My buddy is the, my buddy is was the king. Man? Oh, that's right. That's I remember you telling me your yeah. buddy's the dilly yeah. king. Um, and basically they, they went really hard that year in the Super Bowl on Bud Light doesn't use corn syrup. Miller's uses, Miller uses corn syrup. Coors Light uses corn syrup to the point where like literally one ad ends with the guard at the Coors Light castle literally just has the line. To be clear, we brew Coors Light with corn syrup. And they really framed it as corn syrup 
in this beer is a bad thing that you don't want without any explanation for it. It just, it kind of was like setting up that expectation. And Rich, obviously you can speak to that part of it. A lot of people found it to be misleading. Um, Iowa farmers were very upset, obviously, about the slandering of corn. The the, the syrup farmers? Yeah, the syrup farmers who grow the syrup. (laughs) Part of it was the implication, especially around that time, like high fructose corn syrup was really having like being seen as like a villain. And it kind of felt like there was a little bit of an implication that high fructose corn syrup was in the beer, which it was not. Um, was a not little bit of an implication? A heavy implication that you were <laughs> drinking corn syrup, basically. I don't, even remember, like. I don't remember this. Yeah. They, well, they literally, it was like ads with like, they would roll like a big barrel that said corn syrup to like the Coors Light Castle. And they're like, uh, here's your corn syrup. And the Coors Light's guy, they're like, we brew with corn syrup. <laughs> and then the ad ends. And stuff. Uh, I see. Um, it led to a big lawsuit. The accusations of a lot of misleading information saying there's corn syrup in the beer, implying that it was high fructose corn syrup, but also ignoring that corn syrup being brewed for the beer does not mean that corn syrup is a straight up ingredient in the beer. When I remember this, I, I saw the commercial. I was like, ooh, this is, this is going to start something. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> oh, wow. Because it's completely playing on the public's good. I mean, thank goodness nowadays, a lot of people in the public realize that high fructose corn syrup is awfully unhealthy for mm-hmm. you. Corn syrup on its own is not particularly unhealthy unless you have too much of it in your diet. It's just the sugar that is naturally in corn. So if you eat, you know, a cob of corn at dinner, a cob of sweet corn at dinner, it's got a lot of sweetness, right? And that mm-hmm. sweetness comes from a sugar called dextrose. And that sugar is just part of the corn kernel and it's all mixed up in there. And it's not really that bad for you in a cob of corn. If you eat like 30 cobs of corn in a sitting, then maybe you're going to have a, you know, glycemic, high glycemic index and a insulin reaction and all that stuff. And that's what high fructose corn syrup does. So it's this like Franken molecule, Franken sweetener that has even sweeter properties than the regular dextrose that's in corn. And so if you liquefy the dextrose that's in corn, you get corn syrup and it's no worse, you know, no better or worse off or sorry, it's no better or worse for you than the corn that, sorry, this sugar that's in corn, but high fructose corn syrup is actually a lot worse for you. So this all starts from the fact that a lot of American lagers, whether they're it's Coors, Miller, Bud, Paps, whatever, uh, old style, Larry, uh, you've got things in there to make the beer seem lighter in body and lighter in color and lighter in flavor. And so if you brew a beer from entirely from barley malt as your, as your grain source or your carbohydrate source, that barley malt has a lot of flavor that it adds to the beer. And so that's, that's full flavor beer. That's called all malt beer. Okay. But if you cut some of that barley malt portion with something like rice or corn, any sort of rice product, whether it's some sort of rice syrup or uh, torrefied rice, which is like puffed rice or um, whole, you know, whole kernel or grains of rice, or if you use corn, whether it's corn syrup or, you know, corn grits or, uh, you know, whole kernels of corn, you're going to increase the carbohydrate load in the beer. And then that gets fermented into alcohol and carbon dioxide, but corn and rice don't typically have a lot of other proteins or other flavors to them. So you don't add a lot of color or body or flavor to the beer. And so Budweiser has been using rice in its beer for, you know, for decades and Coors and Miller products, typically, instead of using rice as their kind of adjunct grain of choice, they've, they've chosen to use corn. So over the years, the recipes have changed, but eventually you know, I, I don't know for how long, but for, for at least a few years, uh, Miller and Coors products have been using um, corn syrup 
which is liquefied dextrose from corn as their, their kind of cheapening ingredient. Um, and so Bud Light did two things at the same time. Not only did they vilify corn syrup or make a connection in people's mind or the public's mind that corn syrup, which is similar, but not the same thing as high fructose corn syrup is in Coors Light and Bud and Miller Light. Sorry. But Bud Light also is saying, oh, we don't use it. Mm. And they started listing their only four ingredients on the packaging, which is bullshit because there are five ingredients on the packaging. Or sorry, not on the packaging, the five ingredients in the beer. Okay, they only listed four as part of their marketing, but they listed water, rice, barley malt, and hops. But they're forgetting yeast or they're not, they're intentionally leaving out yeast. So they're trying to make another assumption that the public, some of the public out there knows that there are four classic ingredients Mm. in beer Mm. and so bud light is using that number four but they're actually swapping out yeast they're removing that from their list and talking about rice instead so it's completely disingenuous (laughs) yeah well it just feels like yeah they can so easily take advantage of just what people yeah don't know not that they should know it even but it's like just like it's just creating these like facts for you that you just don't you're in a fact check you're like okay i guess that's bad for me they're presenting information and limiting your they're not telling the whole story and they're they're presenting information yes yeah. well because even when i when i saw it i my reaction was just i don't what i don't think that's bad i could see rich later on being like actually it is bad for this 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 reason yeah but when i saw it i was like oh they're really going hard on just corn syrup as a villain immediately yeah. without really just like explaining mm-hmm. why it's bad and what's going on this, this ad is it has nothing to do with budweiser products it's got nothing to do with the flavor of the beer it's just a bunch of Marketing people yes, and lawyers. Yeah, it's all exactly. buzzwords. And but yeah, also, absolutely. don't forget the lawyers sitting mm-hmm. down together and saying, what, what can we say? say? How far yeah. can we go to mislead the public, but also be factual? And the fact is, I mean, so Miller Lite and Coors Light officially list corn syrup as an ingredient, or they did at the time. I don't know that they use it anymore, but they listed it as an ingredient. And so the whole lawsuit, they ended up losing the lawsuit because um, here, it's great. I actually. Yeah. Why well, have uh, the details? Oh, this is great. Oh, yeah. I don't want to steal your thunder. Go for oh, it. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. I, I just haven't written out. So, you know, but it basically, like the, the initial lawsuit, the judge ruled that some of the more misleading ads would have to be axed. And it became like a really nitpicky situation where both Molson Coors and uh, Budweiser, Anheuser Busch, kind of claimed they won, where they basically mm-hmm. said that, like, the ads where they said the beers were brewed with corn syrup, that's okay. Because it is brewed with corn syrup, you know. I mean, it did yeah. go like it went to technicality, but yeah. it still felt like it had a bit of misleadingness. And then the ones that said the ones that said Bud Light had no corn syrup, for instance, those were not okay. Those were axed because it was like, oh, saying no corn syrup means like, oh, there is corn syrup here, like by imp- the implication. Mm. And this thing we've talked about this before because I've directed beer, I've written for and directed beer commercials, and there's no, I don't believe there are any like specific like laws regarding advertising in beer that really target these things but it's like you said rich it's all lawyers and it's all like standards and practices type Mm. stuff and it's kind of like Mm. what is the implication what's going to absolve us of a lawsuit what can we kind of get away with saying like i've i've been told like do not have him holding a beer like he he's dancing he might look like he's drunk and dancing he can't be holding a Mm. beer right now this person don't have them drink you can like theoretically you could have them drink i think legally but they're like, let's not have them drink because th- what this might mean. I've really, had, I've always, I've always heard that. I've that been you told, can't show them drinking in a beer commercial. Yeah, I think it's not technically a law because it always cuts before they put it. To yeah, their they mouth. hide all that. St- like they don't want to show irresponsible drinking, partying, having good. Like they yeah. again, it's in like this gray area a lot of the time. In my in my experience, when I've told, it's always agency people being like, yeah, the lawyers won't let us do this. I see, I see. We're trying to be safe. I mean, 
animals have been a weird thing. Obviously, kids, you don't run around them. I th- what about frogs? I guess. What about frogs? I, th- I, I honestly, I'm like, Talking they're frogs. puppet frogs. And also, yeah. those frogs are nowhere near a beer. <laughs> like, they're like, they're in their, they're in their zone, man. They stay in their lane in the pond. It's not beer, but it makes me think of like, um, I know someone who did a, a Pringles commercial. And you're not allowed to call it a chip. Oh yeah. Oh, even, oh, even if chip. you're even if you're improv, it's a like, funny. They don't call it a chip. For some reason, you cannot call it a chip. Pringles. Well, they probably have a word they use. Yeah, like a, for a the Pringle. They call it a, it's a crisp. <laughs> there's, there is a word, a crisp. I think it's a crisp, crisp. is what they call mm-hmm. it. Uh, but you cannot call it a chip. Yeah, yeah it's a whole that's hilarious. Beer commercials and soda. Honestly, I hated because soda is like also a, a world where they. Look, soda makes people fat. Soda is unhealthy. Coca Cola is very bad for you, especially you know. And it's because what's the main ingredient in it? High fructose corn syrup. Mm, That's right. It's not in Miller. (laughs) It does. It is unhealthy for other reasons. But uh, a lot of times, like the agency people and the lawyers and stuff will be like, "Oh, we only want people who they they like the word fit for the people they want for ads." They'll never Mm -hmm. be like, "We don't want overweight people drinking Coca Cola in this ad." They'll be like, but can we can we get fit people? Yes. And like, I even shot like a I shot a a con. It was like a Twenty One Pilots, if you know that band, like concert that was like in a a tour that was sponsored by Coca Cola, and we had to cut to the audience, and they want us to hand Coca Cola cans to people in the audience and have them drinking, and they literally like grabbed me on the arm as I was walking out to hand people cans. They're like, fit people, get get fit people. <laughs> oh like they God. want. There's all that's kind of the world that we're dealing with, and that's what that's, yeah. you know, Obviously, I fixated on it a bit more because I've worked I've worked in this world. Yikes. So they axed some of the ads and not some of the others. Then like Bud Light was like celebrating because it's like yeah we can steal our ads. It's a win for like us getting our message out. Miller was happy because they were like see it showed that they were in the wrong. But then it went to the court of appeals, and the panel of judges they they said it would be okay for Bud Light to keep on airing all the misleading commercials. And the reasoning that they gave was, quote, if Molson Coors does not like the sneering tone of Anheuser-Busch's ads, it can mock Bud Light in return. So they were basically saying uh, you can air and, these because Molson can be like, well, fuck you and yeah. go back at him. And the, the, the final quote in that is litigation should not be a substitute for competition in the yeah. market. Ah, <laughs> yeah, there's... This is money and lawyers. Interesting. This is, this is, yeah. Interesting. Did I sound like Nina Totenberg there? You sounded great. <laughs> I think it's, th- I, I always wonder if like that sort of thing might've affected commercials that follow. We're about to talk to the commercials that aired this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing we might talk about is the commercials this year. There were, none of them were slandering other companies. There were no attacky ads. There were no, there were not even ads really comparing beers in any way. Not even saying like, we're better or we taste better or the best. It tastes great. Less filling. Like there's no, comparison ads and there was little about like the actual what's in the beer yeah that's not terribly uncommon the it's thing uncommon. that i found yeah. amazing is that there are no ads for beer f- with like no beer flavor and no like yeah very few true beers it was like mick ultra and mm. there was a budweiser ad with the horses but like everything else was like well i guess there was Bushlight too but it was like so much seltzer yeah. and like mm-hmm. seltzer yeah. hard soda yeah. and you know zero carb this and zero carb that it's like you know how far can we get away from beer mm-hmm. rather than yeah, you know, trade on actual beer. One thing that I wonder about with that, and I don't know if it's fully true because there, I think there is more competitiveness here. But I've also worked on again. I have, I lose my mind. Like in commercials, I've worked too much. Them, <laughs> it's ruined. It's spoiled my brain when I'm watching a lot of these things. <laughs> but I've worked on um, Pepsi commercials, and uh, the one thing that a lot of the agency people that they're basically as an advertising agency, they deal with the client who's the Pepsi or whatever product, and I deal with the agency as like the director of the ad or writer or whatever. And one thing with them was they kept on talking about like yeah Pepsi. Pepsi has to prove the product. They Pepsi is second to Coca-Cola. They have to prove the product. Hmm. And they would say that Coca-Cola, 
Coca-Cola is Coca-Cola. It's number one easily. It's everywhere. It's, it's just the red and the swirly and the logo. You see it everywhere. So that's why most Coca-Cola ads, almost all of them, they're talking about being happy. Uh, it's like people dancing in the they, street and it's just like Coca-Cola, smile, Coca-Cola, I happy. See, just be I happy. See. Remind mm. people Coca-Cola exists, but we don't have to make an a case. effort. We don't have to make a case. We don't have to make a case for Coca-Cola. Whereas Pepsi has to do a little more work of like, it's refreshing. and you know, you like I, bet your burger, I bet your Burger and, King oh. feels the same way. Well, it's, it's like McDonald's. the burden of proof. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into this with ads, but like, yeah. like Budweiser, I'm like, Budweiser doesn't need to sell you on, on it. They have to remind you that Budweiser's out there. Mm-hmm. Name recognition is in your brain. Throw out the horses. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. Before we go on, I'm gonna, I forgot to do this at the beginning, but Larry, I have a bunch of uh, ending catchphrases for the oh, end of the episode. Okay. Um, I have a stack of them here. All I'm right. going gonna, gonna to shuffle through them. Just tell me when to stop. Are we already done? No, no, no. One, one thousand, <laughs> two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand, five. Stop. Five again. Good lord. All right. <laughs> I forgot about the five. Yeah. The five obsession. Okay, so I got it. I got it right here. All right. I'm going to slide it under here, and then I will give that back to you at the end of the episode right. to read our. All right. That's a good one. This year's ads. Um, and I before we go on, I do. This year was not. I guess overall, like this wasn't a fun year for me, and it's been a while since I miss. This is like also like a weird nostalgia for like even when I was like too young to drink but enjoying like the commercials. But I miss the Budweiser frogs. I miss <laughs> I miss too? was I, those were great. The frogs were great. Come on, <laughs> I miss the Bud Bowl, man. Oh, the Bud Bowl yeah, was great. The, the, the Bud Bowl was cool. Bowl. Bud Bowl was fun. I remember being young and being like, <gasps> I can't wait to see what's gonna happen. <laughs> Who's gonna the win Bud the Bud Bowl? Bowl. <laughs> like the Bud Bowl to me was like the Super Bowl. <laughs> so yeah, the Bud Bowl. That's I mean that's how they get you. <laughs> like a young, know, very young, know, a young know. kid wanting like the CGI like cartoon like bottles to win a football game or whatever. Um, and then like the frogs, I thought were great. The what's up guys? Do you not like these, Rich? Oh, what's up is great. Do you not that's, like that's the frogs? About, no, I'm I'm not okay with the frogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say I really did enjoy the king stuff. Even though you know my buddy was a king, mm-hmm. but those were those, those were, were fun. Those were fun. I will say those were fun. It's been that was that feels like the last like big memorable campaign. Yeah, I mean people went nuts with Dilly Dilly. I think, and that was yeah. a weird thing when you're like in a bar. I've never asked you, Rich, about Dilly Dilly and what your thoughts are, but it was like. It was so weird when you'd just be <laughs> you know, sitting in like a sports bar and people table literally tables are like dilly dilly and you're like what? What are your thoughts? You know what my thoughts are. You love dilly dilly. <laughs> <laughs> you hate the frogs. You love the dill. Okay, so we can get to. Um, we can get. To, let's get to the commercials. All right. All so right. I'm gonna run down here and just our thoughts of them. Let's let's first talk about this one because we were with our friend Kelly when we were watching the Super Bowl. And Kelly early on was like, oh, I miss the horses. Are they going to do the horse commercial? Mm. Um, My wife said the same thing. And the, like we were halfway through and she's like, where are the Clydesdales? Where's the Clydesdales? Yeah. yeah. And so then they did do a Clydesdales journey where we saw like a, an injured. I mean, obviously it's, it's the world or whatever, or America or everyone interpret it, but it's the hurt horse. Yeah. It's got a it's got a bandage on its leg, and then I actually think it was pretty great that they waited to the end to do that because they, they I saved think, it because they I think you? people were like, "Where are the horses?" And they're yeah. like, "Boom, we delivered!" Because we're Budweiser, <laughs> we don't have to prove the concept. You thought there wasn't going to be a horse this year? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, the horse it gets it, it heals, it gets better, and soon enough, it's just running, it's rocking out to guitar in the home yeah. of the brave. Down never means out. I will also say I was watching, there was this movie, The Rider, that I loved for um, five or six years ago. Um, it's a wonderful movie about a rodeo rider, and it's directed by Chloe Zhao, who directed Nomadland and The Eternals recently, and she's a fantastic director. And watching this Clydesdale commercial, I was like, oh, this reminds me of The Rider, the way this looks. Like, it's beautifully shot. Obviously, they have a big budget and stuff like that, and they looked it, it up. It reminded me of Montana. 
Actually, yeah, it does look. I, my it, lo- bad. it looks like my home. <laughs> and lo and behold, it was directed by Chloe Zhao. Awesome. I was like, yeah, they got they they well, they put they're able to hire the big dire- Marvel yeah. movie directors, and they they put up a lot. And it was a uh, I don't know. The thing I noticed, uh, being you know from a beer angle, is that I'm pretty sure the stuff in the stable that the horses like you know whatever it's convalescing on, I think is I think that's spent grain. Or, or Ooh, maybe not spent grain. It's like it's it's like barley. I like it's that. like barley husk and stuff like yeah, that. Watch, there's a little so it's not egg. it's not straw or hay. So I think there's a, a beer connection there. So uh, Blazow, you're welcome for that one. I, I will say I dug it. I will say what was great is I when I was watching the game, I wasn't thinking about where are the Clydesdales, and then my wife said where are the Clydesdales, and then <laughs> the commercial came on, and I was like, oh yeah, this is. Uh, it was my what? favorite of the beer commercials. It was my favorite. Well, I try to think if that's a if that's is that bad. I have you been drinking, Larry? I have I've been drinking a little bit, but I'm just saying as a commercial. <laughs> you know, you just told that told that story 45 seconds ago. <laughs> I just said it's as a commercial. That I, I know, I know, I know. I mentioned it, but I, the new the new information he that time, Rich he was expanded upon it. The new information that it was time, like a rich, teaser trailer. Yeah, the, the new information that rich that time, Rich was that it was my favorite. You inserted yourself. It yeah, was yeah. my favorite. Yeah, um, uh, but I, I'm, I keep thinking, is it bad you. that I'm like I so we're just so conditioned to like. The beer horses, Anheuser Busch is just a product, and it's similar to the Coca Cola thing of like they show you a red screen and like a smile. But and I'll it's tell like, you, the last time I saw a Clydesdale, I had a Budweiser. You know, did I, you really? I, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Were you seeing <laughs> last time you saw a frog? I'm just trying to say when I see a horse, yeah. I go, oh, I need a Budweiser. I need a Bud. What do you think of it? And it works. It's effective. But I'm also like, oh, they didn't nothing with the beer, uh, and obviously they've been doing these forever too. So like you said, Rich, like there's. The ones that mention it and the <laughs> mention beer and the ones that don't, but it's like, okay, I'm reminded Anheuser Bush, and so I knocked it down Larry, a little bit in my rankings, but it's nice. well done. Yeah, now. Larry, there could be some some more uh, subliminal stuff at play here. So you saw uh, Clydesdales mm-hmm. was your favorite commercial. Mm-hmm. What kind of hat are you wearing right now? Uh, a red Bears hat, a red and yeah, white it's a Chicago Bears hat, but it's uh, a red and it's white Budweiser colors or Coke colors. Um, kind of both, but it, they actually—I actually wore the hat because they match my um, Yeezy foam runners that I'm wearing more than <laughs> anything else. Let's see the kicks. I haven't seen the kicks. Oh goodness! Well, we can post a photo of these kicks. These are my wife hates these. I'm like, Ooh, they nice. They look comfy. <laughs> they look comfy. They look like a futuristic Crocs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> let's go. Let's okay. So the next ad let's talk about is Welcome to Superior Ball. This is for Michelob Ultra. It features a bowling alley. You got, I think it's Electric Light Orchestra's Showdown is playing. This is yes. an ad for like old lame dudes like us, I think, the in dude, so many ways. The dude abides. Because it's, it's a big Lebowski reference. The dude you walk abides. in, Steve Buscemi's working there. And <laughs> it's, then, also, it's also a Kingpin reference. Yes, yes. I, that's what I was because looking at. Yeah, the song, right? Because of Showdown. That's yeah. the final, the final yeah. scene it has that song. Yeah, that, well, that was, I, yeah, I honestly didn't remember that. And then I looked up the song because, like, oh, is this the song in Big Lebowski? That was, and it was what condition my condition was in was in the dream sequence in Big Lebowski. But yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Yeah, Showdown was in then in Kingpin. So they, that's another sneaky reference for old It's dudes. hilarious because like I was like, yeah. when, I, when, when, uh, uh, when Serena walks in, it's, it's, wait, that's not Serena. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Serena. yeah. yeah. Serena. Yeah. yeah. When Serena walks in at the end, I was, th- I, when they showed it close, I'm thinking, oh shit. The Jesus, I know. Yeah, well, that's what they're going for. That's the reference. Oh, I know. I love. But I'm it. like, don't fuck with the Jesus. I know. I, but I was almost like, I mean, I like Serena. She's incredible. And it's great, and I get what yeah. they're doing. But I also yeah. was kind of let down because it would have been great if yeah. John Turturro was there. How being about the character? A, how about a Serena Williams versus John Turturro tennis match? That would be great. I would pay to see that. I'd do that. I, I guess. I guess. So, I, I would. No. So I angry. 
<laughs> that wouldn't be close. That's nothing about that. I'd watch. <laughs> no, you would. If he's down, I'd watch. But yeah, no, but it's also, it's like, you know, they got all those crazy athletes. It's got Peyton Manning. It's got Jimmy Butler. It's got Neka Ogunke. This is what happens, Larry. It's got Alex Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the tagline is, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. But I, I don't. I, I meant to go back and watch it again, but I don't know that anyone's actually drinking Michelob Ultra. Peyton Manning's bowling. He's not drinking. Oh, um, you mean in the, in the commercial? Yeah. Those are not uh, mutually exclusive nor mutually inclusive. What? Drinking. Drinking Mick Ultra and bowling. Bowling. Bowling, not balding. Bowling. I heard oh, balding. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. <laughs> bowling. Now, bowling but, and beer drinking, bowling those are Peyton mutually Manning. exclusive. <laughs> it's just, it's just, what? You want a toe? Because I can get you a toe. I can get you a tell. What? <laughs> oh, Maddie. What am I on. missing right now? <laughs> Larry's just riffing on. It's Lebowski a quote from the Big Lebowski, oh, man. Okay. I forgot that. I forgot that. There's so many quotes. I did not Maddie's, that Maddie's thinking has become very upset. I'm trying to focus on this ad. Oh, boy. My important thoughts. I have every commercial now and most shows and stuff like that. There's so much nostalgia in everything. And it's so much yeah. just like it's a reference to Big Lebowski, it's a reference to Kingpin, even. Peyton Manning feels like a nostalgia play now. It's barely a reference to beer. Yeah. But it is a reference to the athletic branding or athletic, yeah. you know, associations that, that Mick Ultra wants to have. Mm. So I think it's effective on that level. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily think of, oh, hey, Mick Ultra or Thirsty or drinking beer. You just think of like, oh, wow, all these cool athletes that I've looked up to and like, mm-hmm. oh, all these different sports coming together, all this, all this cool stuff. And then, and then like, oh, Mick Ultra, like they sort of, you know, tag along as far as the association goes. Yeah. But yeah, it's nothing about the beer. But it was a fun time. I had a good time and I liked it a lot. Yeah. Like, like I enjoyed too. watching it. Like I guess. It and also it, it did. I do. Th- I, I also appreciate like when they get, they had like Alex Morgan, who's a women's soccer yeah. player and stuff like that. And yeah. that they went a little like, I think, I think someone said Brooks Kepko was in it. Who's like a golfer, but I don't know what he looks like. So I meant to verify that, but like just that they went a little deeper than just like, Peyton Manning and Steve Buscemi was appreciated. That's who that was. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's why she's bowling. And she bowls the, a the soccer, soccer ball. ball yeah. mm, got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this one, then the next one, uh, zero in the way of possibility for uh, Bud Light next is the product, I believe. Um, and that's their zero, the zero carb beer. It really was just a bunch of late millennial, early Zoomer, like, NFT imagery. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of like modern there's NFTs and there's all this like imagery and it felt very modern and, and young. It was the only one of the ads that felt really young for me, to be honest. The horses are old school. It feels big Lebowski's not particular for like a 25 year old audience. Not that they were targeting kids, even though like that's a whole problematic side of advertising that we don't need to get too deep into. <laughs> but I did yeah. appreciate that it at least tried to be a little like new and modern and trendy, even if it leaned in a little hard for my tastes of like, I don't know if um, this commercial was effective because I either was at the bathroom when this commercial came on <laughs> or I did not register it at all. It at, all at all. So mm. if they were advertising something, I fucking missed it. <laughs> Just saying. Well, at the end of the okay. day, if it was effective if you know a little bit about the product or you want to go buy the product. Yeah. That did not work for me. I, I, a beer that... Tastes presumably tastes like nothing and has zero carbs. Yeah, that's. I think we know which camp I'm in on that. So maybe that's not fair. Well, I want to ask you, like a zero carb beer. You haven't tasted it, so obviously, Rich. But I'm like, what? No. What is it? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if it's out yet, even. So, so oh, okay. I don't know how they it could possibly like sparkling water. Go ahead. Sorry. I don't know how the, how, how you do that. 
we'll have to get into it. We'll, we'll, we'll maybe we'll do a taster of it later on. We'll get yeah, yeah on we it. should. It'll be an interesting little experiment. We should. Sh- should we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to try this okay, stuff. Okay. I need to be aware maybe of it. So, <laughs> what if we all so love it? it? Also, it, it hit home a little bit, and mm-hmm. I'm not like being petty about this, but I did notice, Maddie, I agree, perhaps I'm in an older demographic than that ad was targeted for because every it was like a set of scenes Mm -hmm. where the protagonist in each scene who was kind of a younger person like managed to escape that scene yeah but as each scene got set up i was like oh this is interesting the first one was like (laughs) some boring party in an apartment and the next one was like you know yeah the art museum or whatever oh these are (laughs) these are my places and then they keep like escaping to go like play video games or something i'm like ah shit (laughs) (laughs) the last one the fourth one uh, that we would discuss is called Voice of the Mountains. It's the Bush beer one. I don't know that it actually aired during the game. I think it might have, but I didn't. I don't remember seeing it. But I remember seeing it separate from the game. And to me, this is my least favorite one. I'll tell you right now because I am so sick of Kenny G being used as like just a comedic device just for I existing, see. like as yeah, a punchline. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was fun, like early days and stuff like that. Like, having Kenny G is like oh silly, smooth jazz, yada yada. Kenny, Kenny G is a bad motherfucker. He's also very talented. He's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so I just am like oh like that feels like so much like I, I when I worked in when I worked in commercials there was a producer who always talked about <laughs> I just love you get you have to see the look on Maddie's face because. I just remember when I something. Worked, when I worked in commercials. Well, there was, I roll. Well, he talked about Puppy Monkey Baby, this producer talked about. And you might remember years back, I think it was Mountain Dew, did a weird, weirdo commercial where it was literally like a puppy mixed with a monkey and a baby, like as a CG oh, thing, bouncing this. around being like Puppy Monkey pu- Baby. Puppy, yes. And that was kind of referring this. to this thing, especially in advertising. They just love these like specific images that are so used over and over and over. Like like bacon is another one that like for comedians, like, oh, bacon's like a funny thing to reference. For a while, I think butt was like a thing. But like it feels like oh, Kenny it's a pug face. What? Yeah, it's like a pug face. It's puppy monkey baby. And it's wearing like yes. a diaper. And it's like a it's horrifying looking. Yeah. But like he even, he even said he's like that ad exists for advertising agencies to like share with each other and talk about because <clears throat> they have like, you know, there's a whole world of ad like advertising like journalism. Yeah. And they have like ad, ad week and stuff like that. And they get not even about like did someone watch this ad and want to get Mountain Dew or I think was what it was for. It's terrifying. Okay. R- Larry brought it up, but it's, it's, it's scarier it's, than our, it's pretty terrifying. It's pretty weird. But um. I see it and think that they think that they're that Mountain Dew drinkers are stoners, which I don't think, I think is that's necessarily part of. I think that I don't think that's part of the demographic though. It seems like a funny leap uh, on their part, not on my. I part, almost wonder if part. like ads just always are like maybe we can also have get stoners <laughs> if it's weird. If it's a little weird, it'll air late at night, and then there's like a bunch of stoners who are going to wow. also see this. Wow. Yeah. But it's definitely that weird, that weird like quirk quirky i'm quirky kind of range of things kenny g for me at this point i'm just like yeah i've seen kenny g as a joke before like mm-hmm. i don't like you're just mm-hmm. you're just having kenny g singing playing in the mountains and i'm like can we can we go back to larry saying kenny g's a bad motherfucker he is a bad motherfucker help, help expand on this please well, i mean he's a talented musician that's making him a bad motherfucker can you okay. can you do yeah. what he can you do what he does on the alto sax? I cannot, <laughs> especially on the soprano sax, which is actually what he plays. Oh well, that's what I meant. I oh. meant soprano. Excuse me, because it's the long. Larry, did you used to play an instrument when you? were I little? did. I used to play the. I'm I've been drinking so. <laughs> alto so you're getting your saxophones mixed up. Yes, yeah, so I'm getting my saxophone mixed up. But he's. I'm just saying, he's a bad. He's a he's a bad man. You don't think so? I think I think he's a fine musician. I don't care for his art, and that's fine. And I'm yeah. assuming you're not a fan of his art either. But no, it's just, but well, I, mean, I think that's what's playing. It's, it's, it's a brand stance. of like it's a brand of music that is funny. To do people. not listen to Kenny G. But I'm saying I can still just, respect I, artistry. I, 
I've had enough drunken conversations with you over the years, and I've yet to hear you. <laughs> I've, say never, brought, I've, never, brought up, I've never brought up Kenny G. You throw listen, on some Kenny listen, G. I'm doing a podcast. I'm trying to get a man some credit. Yeah, sure. Okay, we all agree Kenny's very talented, but we don't yes. necessarily love the music. But I think that's what it is. It's like, okay, yeah, ha, smooth jazz, and even that stuff. Like that to me is, especially someone who grew up watching like a ton of like Adult Swim and all that weird like alt comedy stuff that kind of just already played with when that you were so stoned much. And- yeah, Watch yeah. Baby puppy monkey. some of the time, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, puppy monkey baby. It's not like I'm impressed that they got Kenny G because, like, he's done. I think he did like a Valentine's Day comedy special once, like for like Netflix or something like that. So I'm just like, what does the G stand for? Good, good music, <laughs> good vibes, good good bad motherfucker. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so so that's hold I on. Like, can we also can we also give some credit to the other talented musicians in this ad? I'm not, not oh, yes, I'm not picking yes, on yes, your, I, yeah. your terminology, Larry. Okay, but the other the other singers in this ad, they, I mean, they're they're talented clearly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who they are, but I'm sure they want to get known, and someone out there knows who they are. I, so. Well, yeah, I think not also like changing. to your point, I almost I kind of liked it more when it was just the people singing. It was like it mm-hmm. like not that I like I remember that ad because Kenny just takes it over, and that's what I remember from it because Kenny G is, is the it, big punchline and stuff and, like that. I think he's just Kenny a bad G-ish. motherfucker. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like like if it was like a musical commercial that was kind of in that tone and just had these people singing and stuff, and then tried to do like a joke on it, like that could be fun. But I'm like, all right, they just went with Kenny G. That just feels like yeah, okay. Got a lot of issues, maybe. Well, his last name is his last name is Gorilic. Oh, okay. Well, sir, so Gorilic. That's Kenny G. Yeah, I'd go with a G if that was. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good call. I think smooth. I will say though, they do at one point say smooth, which I think is kind of hinting at the music, but also kind of the beer. Oh, so it, I appreciated that. It we totally kind of, is. Yeah, it totally is. But yeah, but I mean, like smooth. It, smooth is a positive adjective for yeah. for all sorts of beers, even if no one can agree on what the fuck it means. Yeah. And what also kind of felt yeah. funny that like it, I don't know. It, it also like did the whole mountain thing. And I guess Bush also does like a lot of mountains, yeah, they but like, mountain but like yeah. Coors Light is just where I go when I think of mountain things. Uh, so I almost I, think if I, I wasn't that. thinking about this so much, that's with, like, just because I might remember that as a Coors Light commercial. Coors, Coors won that yeah. then be, yeah. they won that battle because Bush was always, you know, come, come to come the mountain. To the mountain yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, this yeah. is the, this is the power of like the big brand, like taking over the other brands. Yeah. Not that Bush is not a massive brand. Come to the mountains of yeah. Bush. Okay, so let's rank them. Let's yeah. rank them. Larry, how do you how do you rank these four? I got to give the Clydesdales number one. Clydesdale one. Just because it's the Clydesdales. Mm-hmm. Number two, I'm going to go with, uh, this is what happens, Larry, when you, I'm not going to say it, uh, the, the Big Lebowski <laughs> joint. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Superior Bowl. Yeah, the and then... Ads always have names. It's always fun. And then the... Mm, I think you could put the other two in whatever order you want. I, yeah. just, the, I, I don't even remember. I don't remember them. In the bin? Okay. Yeah, I don't remember them. Rich? Uh, for sure, Superior Bowl number one, just mm-hmm. because it was actually interesting, because I didn't need to connect with the brand. I was happy to connect with bowling and actors I knew, and or an actor, and uh, a bunch of sports figures I know. So that was interesting. Obviously, the most expensive of all the commercials. The Clydesdale one, I didn't really care about because I don't really care about Clydesdales, maybe. Mm. Sort of anti-Christmas and anti-Clydesdales. Like, I don't know. <laughs> is, am, am I even American? It's just, just the real Scrooge. <laughs> Scrooge. Yeah. McDuck. And then uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I would put the, the Bush thing third because I actually kind of remembered it. And I, mm. I liked the nostalgia of, you know, the, from the mountains of Bush beer. Mm-hmm. It's now from the mountains of Bush light beer. I mean, they've, they've <laughs> added the light thing since they first wrote that in the 1960s, and then the uh, the yeah the Gen Gen Z 
thing that I don't yeah. understand. And let's make a beer that has no nutritional qualities nor flavor qualities. Yeah. It's not something in my wheelhouse. Yeah. What about you, Maddie? Um for I do yeah, one I agree with you. I put the, the Michelob Ultra, the Spear Bowl first. It was it was like fun. It kept people showing up and honestly the Serena reveal even though I was excited for John Turturro, I was like, I oh, that's it, a fun twist. I thought it. It I'm like, oh, Jesus. that's a fun yeah. dig. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's Jesus. fun. They yeah. made Serena Jesus. I actually, too, the one, my own big difference from you guys is I think I, I put that, the next, next one on that. Like, it's separate from the product itself, uh. but I just kind of like something like a little bit different. And mm. like, my, and I was like, oh, they're going for like a different crowd and stuff like that. And it doesn't feel like the same ads. Cause I think all the other ads are ads I would, I could have seen last year and I would not have noticed. Three, I put the Clydesdale. I like seeing the horses or whatever. It's nice and comfortable and safe. But at the same time, again, that ad could have aired last year or any year. Like, you know, like that's just where I'm like, oh. But it's not like, I might have seen Bowl if you don't see the Clydesdale. No, I know. But I mean, I think in the past years, they've sometimes <laughs> had like kind of jokes with the Clydesdale, done little things with them or something. And this yeah. one was like just kind of generically like a horse running and, you know, yeah. coming back from its little injury. And then for the dog, the dog was cool. And the dog was great. I, there is a dog. I like the dog. You were going to win me over if you have dogs. And then, uh, yeah, four, I put that Kenny G commercial because I just, again, I, this is me yeah, <laughs> having yeah. too you much baggage, having worked line. in like all comedy commercials, but I'm like, yeah, I get it. Kenny G, you got Kenny G. The irony is that when you go see a therapist, you're going to hear <laughs> Kenny G in the waiting room. <laughs> I mean, it's funny that you say that though. I've, I've like talked about commercials with my therapist before. Have you? Because it's every now and then because it's like you see him and I'm like, oh, I'm thinking about this. And I'm like, oh, I know what they did there. And I know it went into the, just because I've seen the back. Not that there's a lot of, plenty of talented people and, and fun people at agencies and working in commercials but too much baggage it's too it's too everywhere i've seen the sausage you made <laughs> i've made the sausage i've been complicit complicit in the sausage anyway so i've got the i got the end of the episode uh, okay. thing here i'm ready i think that about wraps it up did you Thanks. just switch it did you just do like a sleight of hand no i just, okay. I, I had two actually in my hand but i i didn't realize i had how do i know this is the one i picked okay, larry okay so let me swap larry, how many I didn't, fingers no. are on his hand? okay okay so I'll, I'll let you do it okay I'm, I'm swapping them. I so. already did the five-second rule, man. Do the five-second rule again. <laughs> Two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand. Five, stop. Okay. That's the one on the bottom. Unbelievable. This one is blank. That's what happened. The other one, <laughs> the other one. Honestly. Okay, the other one has hey, were, something. Were right. you standing watching Adult Swim while you're running? What running? is happening? <laughs> Okay, this one has I thought I was the one, the one of the two that has something written on it. This is what we're going to do. Okay, thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm Maddie Smith. Did I introduce you guys at the beginning? I didn't. <laughs> it's all good. Good God. What it do, Larry Well, the what's up of it all took it the over. The wheels are falling off. Um, thank you, Larry. Thank you, Master Cicerone, Rich Higgins. Uh, you're, you're welcome. You can just call me Rich Higgins. <laughs> <laughs> you can just call me Rich Higgins. Uh-huh. And until next time. Next episode, I'm going to be Rich, and Rich is going to be um, me. Kenny G. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> I can't wait. And until next time. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. <laughs> <laughs>